Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am an overcomer, writer, speaker, and God enthusiast. I am fueled by helping women achieve their emotional healing so that they can live the abundant life God has for them. In this podcast series, we provide faith-based inspiration to men from emotional hurt along with tools and tips for emotional wellness. In your journey, as you apply these tools and tips, you will begin to live the transformed life that you always desire. In fact, you will possess a new you. Welcome home, family. We are finally moving forward with our regular podcast program. We took a break to discuss our wonderful online workshops for self-care and emotional wellness. They do start tonight, 7 p.m. CST. I am so excited about them. And you know what, ladies? There's still time to register. I know that when you say your online workshops and you look it up, you stare at the page and you stare at the page and you're like, why are there three sessions? Why is she trying to take all of my time? I know I've been hearing it. I've been hearing it through the grapevine. But I tell you, these three sessions are packed with great tools and tips. They are interactive. They're so interactive that time will fly by fast. If you're still deliberating, I just say, go ahead and give us a try. We may just surprise you and you might be that person who does not want to leave we all know sometimes we do that we're like uh-uh you ain't trying to, mm. we fighting huffing and puffing then when we finally show up we the last person to leave i'm pretty sure you have the same experience so go ahead give us a try sign up join us tonight you'll really be encouraged and refreshed and You'll walk away with little things that you can put in your everyday life to ensure that you're on the path of excitement, on the path of great living. Yeah. I also want to do a shout out for those who subscribe to our channel and those who left us a rating. Thank you. We need that so much. When you do that small little thing, it allows other people to learn more about us. It provides visibility to our wonderful little podcast show. Those who are listening for the first time, please do the same. Give us some high stars, subscribe to our channel on whatever device you're on, and let it be known that a healing piece is here in the encouragement business. Thank you very much. That was my little shout out for our PSA. Now, back to the regular show. Before I jump in, for those who've been with me for a good minute, you know I got some questions for you. And here are my questions. Have you had something or someone in your life that you neglected? This can very well be yourself. Not taking care of your health, not sleeping, not eating properly. I know moms, y'all usually like the last person that y'all do right by, you take care of your husband, you take care of your kids, and you, y'all broke down. Well, how about this? How about in those moments of neglect, 
Have you began to notice something different about the person or you for yourself? Your body may ache a little bit more. You may get a little bit more irritable. For somebody else that's involved, they may be like, hey, hey, where's my time? I want to be, I want to hang out with you. And they start getting a little mad. They might take little pot shots at you, making some little weird comments. Like, whoa, what's all that about? Because in actuality, they feel left out. They just want to be with you. Recently, I experienced something similar, not with a person. I'll be honest, not with a person, but with my lovely little plate. You're like, huh? I know, I know. Work with me, work with me. I received a little plant about a year ago. And I keep referring to a little because, I mean, it was little. It was, it, I mean, the thing was so tiny, it barely, it, it fit in the palm of your hand. Little plant. sitting in the palm of my hand. But because it was a gift and I, I cherished the person who gave it to me, I was like, I am going to love this plant. I'm going to keep it. And once a year, it will bud. And you get these nice little fluorescent pink flowers. And it's like, oh. They're so cute. It's worth it. Just wait a year just to see that for just about a month. So cute, so cute. But anyways, I kept up with this plant. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm pausing because I'm not being completely truthful. I at least watered the plant. I tried to keep up with the plant, but the plant started to grow. And it began to grow out of its pot. And the little roots kind of showed up outside of the pot at the bottom of the little pot situation what i'll do is i'll make sure that i put water down with the roots why am i telling you i'm getting to the point it's coming it's coming but for six months i did this six months i will water the roots and i was like oh i just need more time and once i get more time i'll replant the plant just give me some more time every week i'll say the same thing oh just give me some more time finally a friend of mine saw the little plant, saw how it was suffering, and was like, I'm going to get you some dirt. They sure did. Gave me some dirt. All I had to do was get a little pot and replant the plant. What happened? Another week went by. The dirt sat in the house. The plant still just watering the roots. Come here. Take care of the plant. All right. A week later, I said, stop making all these excuses. I'm going to give my plant some freedom. I went, got my little pot. It was a bigger pot. Came home, replanted the plant. But as I started to replant it, I noticed, as I said before, the roots had grown out of the pot and it was at the bottom. So I was trying to pull out the, the mud and, you know, the little tree branch and it wouldn't budge. The roots was just solid. And I'm trying to yank it, pull it a little bit more. And I tried to be gentle with it because I, I didn't want the roots to break. As I was finagling with it, you know what happened next? The roots broke. And I was devastated. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm killing my plant. Why? Yes. So I pulled it out. The roots separated. And I was like, okay, let me just go ahead. I planted the roots and I planted the plant. I was about to throw it away, the roots that is. But then as I looked at it, I was like, mm, don't do it. It still has life. It still has life. It still has life. So I said, okay, I'm going to plant it. As I share this story, you're like, girl, if you don't get to the point, okay, here's my point. As I shared this story, 
it reminds me of the scripture for today, which is 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 10. And it says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that life of Jesus may also manifest in our bodies. When I read this scripture, you're probably thinking, Pearl, what does this got to do with your whole plant? <laughs> Before I, I connect the dots, I have another question for you. When you think through this passage being afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, not despaired, was there any other thoughts that may have come to your mind? Did you think that, mm, dang girl, this year has been crazy? Yes, I feel afflicted in every which way. I'll be honest, I have made this statement a lot this year. I said, oh my Lord, God, I just feel beat down. I will have moments of peace to the point of rejoicing. I'll do my little, my little dance, get a little excited. But then about five minutes later, I felt slapped in my face with another issue that consumed my emotional being. I do not know if you can relate, but yes, that has been my reality. Therefore, what I'm about to share goes for me too. See how God works? He makes you say stuff. I'm like, okay. In the passage, it reveals that we are treasures in jars of clay. When it states treasures, this means that we are the bomb diggity. Some of you may be laughing because you like the bomb diggity. Yes, I'm showing my age. I know it's old slang. Work with me. Work with me. Anyways, we are jewels. We are special. We are beautiful. We radiate goodness. We are believed and loved by God. Even though the world tells us the opposite. But no, 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 no. This is who we are. We are treasures. Even though we are treasures, the passage reveals that our treasures live in jars of clay. Let me simplify this. Even though we are the bomb diggity, our bodies, our minds, our beings are trapped in the imperfect. I do not know about you, but getting older is something else. There are things in your body that just don't work the same. How come when I stand up, I eat? How come I cannot eat all that good food? No, 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 no. <laughs> My body is like, girl, if you don't sit your tail down, you is not a spring chicken. 
again. I'm showing my age with my slang. Work with me, work with me. Nevertheless, even though I am beautiful, there are things within me that is just flat broken. My goodness resides in something that is easily broken. I don't want to admit that. Who wants to walk around saying I'm broken? I got issues. No one does. Why is that? Also, too, you know, you have all these images about being strong women. As I talked about before, your mothers, you guys are doing everything. But in your everything, at the end of the day, you, me, everyone else, we're not superhuman. I cannot pick up a car and throw it. I cannot leap bounds. I cannot fly with the cape and get to my next destination. Oh, and I definitely can't close my eyes and then open them and I'm someplace else. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? I definitely cannot save anyone. However, my mind will tell me that I can do it all. Yes, I can. We all know, though, that that's not reality. I must deal with my imperfections. I must deal with the hurt that I endured. I must deal with the pain I experienced. In dealing with me, I notice that I'm flawed. I got issues. I don't know about you, but I get tired of dealing with my issues. Sometimes I'm like, God, can give me a time out. I need a break. Ugh. But not only dealing with my own stuff, but dealing with other people's stuff. They stuff be crazy too. But as I return to this passage, I'm reminded that in my issues, in my brokenness, God's power is revealed in me. The passage also lets me know that I'm going to have problems and that I will be afflicted on every side. In my affliction, I will not be destroyed. Remember how I see it. This is for me too. And remember my little story about my plant. And you're like, girl, you and your stories. Well, I'm going to come back to my little plant. God brought clarity about being broken with my little plant. He allowed me to see that my little plant was afflicted. Mainly, it was restricted because I kept it in small quarters. It wanted to grow and be free. However, it did not have room to do so. Despite being confined, it still wanted to grow. When it came time to replant it, I accidentally removed the roots. When we are afflicted or in these broken vessels, we inadvertently cut off the roots that keep us growing. Instead of going to God for our nutrients, we begin to go to things that hurt us even more. It can be bad relationships. It can be overeating. It can be pornography. It can be drinking or drugs. It can be all sorts of things. But at the end of the day, we allow our affliction to lead us 
to severing ourselves from the nutrients we need to survive this present race. Instead, the Bible and God wants us to know that all we need to do is replant ourselves and the roots will get redeveloped. For my little plant, as I stated, I got to the point where I was about to throw it away, but then I was like, oh no, it still has life. So I put the little roots in the plant. I figured, hey, we may want to talk to each other, you know, they're still alive. Don't laugh at me. But I did. I thought that. I was like, the roots still have life. The plant is used to being with the roots. If I if I completely remove it, it then the plant will probably die. So I said, let me go ahead, put my roots in there, put my plant in my dirt, put my new dirt around it, got it in a bigger plant, water it, and let's see what happens. Here's the cool thing to happen. The main plant is flourishing. It is so big. I'm going to have to replant it. I'm like, oh my gosh, look how much it's grown. But not only has it grown by leaps and bounds, but the little roots that I planted with it, now it's starting to have leaves and little green things coming up. And it's been so neat to watch. And I go and I look at it. I was like, oh, you're so cute. It's so wonderful. And it reminds me again of this passage because the plant, yes, it was afflicted. It was crushed. Crushed me and it was in tight quarters, perplexed. Like, where's this woman going to take care of me? Neglecting me? Persecuted? Because feeling neglected? But in the midst of all of that, it was not destroyed. It carried life and it manifested itself. This is the same for us. If this season hasn't been a season of beat down, in the cray cray though, we are not destroyed. You're still here. You're still listening to me. You're still fighting through. Instead of being destroyed, we have the death and life of Christ that remains in us. We are here to continually bring life to ourselves and to others. Even though we are beautiful. Yes, we are. A fine ruby. Yeah, we are. Intelligent, funny, lovable, and a whole lot. We are all those wonderful things. But as long as we are on this earth, we're going to have affliction, persecutions, trials, and everything else. But here is my book. We will rise again. We will grow and bring forth life. That's who we are. And we're able to do this when we anchor ourselves and be rooted with God. A couple days ago, I was reminded of Hurricane Katrina. What devastation. People were displaced, lost their homes, loved ones, the whole lot. However, over time, they rebuilt. They found their footing and new lives emerged. It was not easy and the growth at times was not pretty. In these times, I just want you guys, just as God is working with me and helping me to continue to be immersed in my peace so I can continue to rejoice, I want you guys to remember that you have life. 
despite everything that's going around in your life is development, growth, power, goodness, and a whole lot of new. When you are having a hard time remembering this, because it happens, we're human, go back and listen to our podcast episodes about recovering your balance. The scriptures that I reference, 2 Corinthians 7, 5 through 6, Romans 8, 5, 37 through 38, Psalm 37, 24, and Micah 7, 8, all reveal how God will comfort us and we will rise again. This is not the end of who we are. Okay, I hope that's been, I I want that to resonate and be in your being because we still got the rest of the year left. I know we're tired, but I want you to know that even though this affliction is around us, Even though we ourselves are humans, we have flaws, we are hot mess at times. Despite that inevitable, God's power is revealed through us and Jesus' life and death is manifested in our life. We are not dead. We are still here and we can keep getting up. Okay, let me calm down. I'm getting a little excited. I want you to come back. Because next week, we have an electrifying interview with a person who pushed through challenging times and dealt with their own brokenness. Again, we're going to be challenged, but I want you to know that you have what is in you to conquer those challenges, to rise again and have victory with God. See you next week.